Hello everybody, this is Jake McGrail of CITR Sports Broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9, always keep you up to date with the latest UBC Thunderbirds news and stories. This week, Liz Wang sat down with two UBC track athletes, cross-country runner and PhD student Jenna Melanson, and race walker and undergrad student Joanne Liu, to discuss their very different paths to UBC and how they've approached a season with basically full training, but no competition. After that, we have a new member of the collective to introduce as we welcome UBC Masters of Journalism student and member of the football team Nelson Uzanwa to the show. Also, we'll hit the Thunderbirds news of the week, but first, here is Liz's interview with Jenna and Joanne. Hi everyone, this is Liz Wang of CITR Sports. With me today is Joanne Liu and Jenna Melanson from the UBC track and field team and cross country team. Welcome Jenna and Joanne. Hi. Hi, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, and first of all, can you briefly introduce yourself and say hi to our audience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is uh, Jenna. Um, Melanson. I'm a first year uh, PhD student in the zoology department and um, a member of the women's um, track and field and cross country teams. I'm an endurance runner. Um, so my main event is the 3000 meter steeplechase. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. <laughs> um, my name is Joanne. I'm a third year student majoring in microbiology and immunology. Um, I, my major event, my, 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 my event would be race walk and I do like 5k, 10k and 20k. Yeah. Thank you for sharing and welcome you guys again to come to our show. And then actually, in fact, this is our first time featuring female track athletes and also athletes from the cross country team. And we want really want to hear about your story with the team. So I want to start a question with how did you guys decide to start with your sports? For me, I used to run like cross country and track in high school. And then my running coach, he used to race walk when he was in high schools. And then he was like, oh, if you can run, you can race walk. So he got like a lot of us to try it and just ended up being better at race walking. So I just continued in university. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I actually started out as a hurdler. So like a hundred meter, 300 meter hurdler. Um, when I was younger, I think I always like really had a, um, I don't know, like a fascination with like running and jumping over things. And so I was like really excited to join um, the track team when I was like in middle school. Um, and then I was used to be a soccer player as well. I played soccer for many years. And um, my, my first year of so when I was in grade nine, um, I like moved kind of like across the country and was going to this new high school. And um, we had this coach who would, he would, his his office window overlooked the the track and so he would um he would watch when the soccer players would go out and do their timed mile and anybody who he thought had like some potential as a distance runner he would like try to recruit them to get them to join the cross country team instead um so I guess I I think it's really funny I probably ran like a seven minute mile or something like that which now is like just not it's not super quick um but uh yeah, he, he was like, you know, you need to you need to join the cross country team like you're going to be good at it. And so he sort of slowly convinced me to come out and then, um, yeah, I have just been running ever since. Yeah. And at what point did you guys actually think, you know, going from, you know, just doing your sports purely for fun to realizing that, oh, I can actually have do the, have the potential to do it at a higher level? 
I feel like I don't really know if there's a point. Um, I just remember wanting to do something more than just like classes when I went to UBC. And then we, my, my high school coach that coached race walk, he was really good friends with like the UBC race walk coach, Jerry. So we would like train together sometimes and they, you kind of just meet people that are from the UBC team and then they like tell you about it. And yeah, I think that's really it. Yeah. And then how about you, Jenna? Yeah. Um, I think probably sometime in, in grade 11, I had sort of, I don't know, like kind of fallen in love with the sport and I just, I really didn't want to stop doing it. Like I just wanted to keep running and keep competing. And so um, yeah, like definitely as I was, as I was looking at, at schools, I wanted to make sure I went somewhere where, um, I would be able to join their track and cross country programs. Um, yeah, just cause I didn't really, I wasn't ready to give it up yet. Yeah. And then I think you guys are both in UBC now. And what did you make this decision to come to UBC in the first place? Um, well, I live in Burnaby. So I think the main thing is that it's close to home and I don't have to like move out and leave my family. That's like the main thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So for me, it was, I guess, a very different story. I am, I'm, so I'm from the States. I'm from, um, I did, I went to high school in Washington and I did my undergrad out in Boston. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of came to UBC more for the, the academics. I really wanted to work with um, Claire Kremen, who's my, uh, my academic advisor in the zoology department, because she does some really, really incredible research that I wanted to be part of. And um, sort of when everything got shut down in the spring, um, I reached out to the coaches at UBC and said, hey, I have some eligibility leftover that I would love to use if you'll have me. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, come out and, you know, you can, if we have a season, you can compete with us. So it, it really did work out well. And I'm like happy to have ended up here. Um, and I feel like I'm kind of getting like the best of both worlds with the, the academics that I wanted as well as the athletic experience. Yeah, Dana. And as I noticed on the UBC athletic website, you are a PhD student who played at MIT before. And I'm wondering, how do you balance your research work and your athletic life as student athletes? Because we know that it's both a lot of work on either side. Yeah, definitely. It's a good question. Um, I think I'm, I will say that I'm still learning how to balance it in grad school, because I think the demands of grad school are very different than undergrad um, as far as um, managing your time goes. Um, I don't know. I think, I think just like having times for both. So, you know, there's like a time um, for, for school. And when you're, when you're doing school, like you're really focused on that. And then, um, having practices is thing to sort of break up your day and keep you from getting, um, too bogged down. Um, I actually found was really, really helpful in undergrad. And also now it's sort of like a built-in study break to your day. Um, or like sometimes if, if, you know, you're really sort of feel like you're like, like headbutting up against a wall, like you can't figure out <laughs> the problem set that you're working on or whatever it is, like, forcing yourself to go outside and run for an hour, it can be like really, really helpful, I think. Um, and so, yeah, I think the two together sort of, it helps me not to procrastinate because I know if I'm not doing one that I need to be working on the other. Right. I think having procrastination problem, it's a problem that we both, we all need to deal with as a university student. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's definitely not something that I've perfected and I certainly still procrastinate, but I think I would procrastinate more if I didn't have both running and academics to think about. Yeah. And then we've touched on this question a little bit uh, a moment before, but I want to ask you guys again, um, what was your um, original plan or expectation as a student athlete when you come into UBC? I think for me, it was just, um, it was like a really good way. It just really helped with stress mm-hmm. and a really good way to be involved and meet some people. And also, even if I went, if I didn't join the team, like I'd still be exercising on my own, like going on runs by myself. That's like what my high school coach said. He's like, if you really like feel like you can't balance everything, like give it some time to think about it. But like, you're not going to stop running. Like this is something that you love to do. Right. So, yeah. 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 I definitely would echo that. I feel like my, my expectations um, coming into UBC definitely were not super high because um, like at the beginning of this year, I thought, you know, my collegiate running days were uh, soon to be over. Um, And so I I didn't expect to run at all in grad school. And so I had every intention of continuing to run um, and like maybe joining a club or something like that. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like, like I said, I came in with low expectations and those expectations have been exceeded at every step. Like it's, I've enjoyed it so much more than I thought I would. Um, and yeah, like the, the coaching staff and like all my teammates have just been really incredible. And so um, I've been very lucky to have them through this uh, crazy pandemic year for sure. Right, and we just talk about pandemic and then we all know that uh, right now U Sports has canceled all the, um, the conference game and all the sports championship. And what was your first reaction when you hear about this news? Um, so I guess I guess for me, um, with uh, with U Sports being canceled, I I think at that point I I wasn't super surprised. It was sort of something that I had almost come to expect at that point. I guess mm-hmm. um, I think for me, like the bigger shock was um, last spring when um, so our so this was when I was um, still at MIT. Our um, our school got shut down like the day before we were set to leave for indoor nationals. Um, And so that was sort of very jarring, both in that, you know, it was one minute they had canceled our trip to nationals, then the NCAA canceled the whole meet, then they canceled the whole outdoor season. And our school was like, you all need to go home and you, you like, you can't come back. And so like, as a, as a like fourth year student, I was graduating. And so that was definitely like, it, it was a mix of like, athletic shock and kind of like missing out on these opportunities that I thought I would have, but then also um, sort of like grappling with the idea that I was going to be um, basically leaving my friends who had become like a family to me for um, the past four years, um, just very abruptly having to leave them and not really getting that like closure that you normally get. Yeah. Um, So I feel like after that initial shock back in March, um, I, I feel like I've been better able to cope with all of the like setbacks throughout the fall and this winter. Um, just because, yeah, like I think nothing so far has been quite as shocking as, as that was. Yeah. And how about you, John? Um, I'm not actually uh, part of youth sports. So we usually don't have a season around this time. Right. But also like when we didn't get national last year, 
Mm. I'm so, so sad. sad. Yeah. It was, it was, Nationals was so fun. It's just like competing with your team. And you're all like cheering each other on. It's such an amazing experience. But hopefully we'll get that again soon. Maybe not this year, maybe next year. Yeah. And right now, what is the current training session for you guys like? Like, do you have to follow any kinds of safety protocols? Um, so for us, we only meet three times a week. And then obviously we do try to keep our two meter distance. And then whenever we're in the locker room, we keep our masks on. And then all the other days, we all do our workouts um, separately. Just do it whenever you have time in your home. Yeah. Yeah, for us, it's kind of similar. Um, we have like in-person practices twice a week and then um, gym sessions twice a week. And so for both of those, we have to fill out the reporting form, obviously, um, to sort of check in. Um, we started doing like temperature checks before practice mm-hmm. and they, they upped our distancing from two meters to three meters. So we're even more <laughs> spread out than before when we can be. Um, and then yeah like obviously in the gym um they're having everybody wear masks in there and keep that three meter distance and all of the equipment is being disinfected after we use it so I think like I think UBC's done a really good job of sort of implementing um, these measures to kind of keep people safe yeah and you know as a track and also a cross-country athletes do you feel that there's a sort of advantage maybe you have compared to other athletes um that's that are doing like uh you know um team sports as the one that you're actually uh right now currently participating it's one that's much more individual and therefore maybe easier to do safely now Mm, yes i think like in november all the other sports were canceled except for like uh golf and like rowing so we've actually have been able to like keep practicing like yeah. a lot. So we're really lucky. Yeah, I absolutely would. I would agree with that. Um, I feel like a lot of the the health orders have sort of um, almost like had stipulations where they're kind of like, yeah, it's still okay to like go out and go for a walk with your friend, which I feel like is kind of similar to. I mean, I guess Joanne, you're actually going for a walk because yeah. you're a race walker, so you're really fine. But I mean, even for us runners, it's like it's still super easy for us to you know go out with one other person and go for a run, sort of a thing. And, and that's definitely easier to manage than I'm sure like a soccer team or a football team or something. Like I'm yeah. sure it's been much harder for them. Yeah. And with that being said, what are uh, for you guys? What are the most difficult things to adjust to the season? I think it's just the fact that we don't have any competitions. So it's really hard to stay motivated. You right. kind of just have to, yeah, we try to plan um, time trials, like we're, we plan one for next month and then hopefully one in April. It's just something to train for. You just kind of keep motivated that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we were kind of lucky to have a couple of, of small meets and stuff back in the fall when the, the cases were lower. Um, I think for me, the maybe the toughest adjustment has been, I guess I'm, I'm really used to sort of seeing my teammates a lot outside of practice mm-hmm. um, and sort of having like those, those social interactions and like getting to know people, um, which is as somebody who's new on the team, I feel like um, it's been harder to get to know people when, you know, you can really only see them um, twice a week for like a, a short, 
time. And it's often, it's like a workout. So people are really sort of focused on what they're doing. Um, so that's definitely been an adjustment for sure. And then, because um, Joy, you mentioned about not having meats. And then I'm wondering what is it like to having a season where you're training as much as you can, but without the opportunity to go to meets or other competition, like what has been driving you to keep working as hard as you can this year? Mm, I feel like ever since like last year in March, when we found out everything was canceled, I feel like I'm just like training to keep fit and just like keep healthy at this point. And I, it's, I do find running, like, going outside, it is a hobby. It is fun. And then with our teammates, I feel like we motivate each other to, like, keep training so one doesn't, like, get slow and then, like, you fall behind. You want to, like, all be around the same pace so we can – it's not so lonely. And how about you, Jenna? Yeah, I think I've – I don't know. I've always been someone who's – I guess I've – I enjoyed the training as much as I enjoy the racing, um, if that makes sense. So I, I really like, like Joanne said, like running is something that's really, really fun for me. And so, um, I think, you know, even if there aren't going to be opportunities to race, like it's still something that I would do every day because it brings me happiness. Um, it's good for your mental health, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so I guess very similar, very similar to what Joanne said. Yeah. And then the last question for today's interview, um, as U Sports has made a decision to allow student athletes to extend their year of eligibility for a year, um, are you going to stay in the team for one extra year? And what is your new goal for 2021 and or for the rest of your student athletes career? Yeah, I, I don't actually know that I have any eligibility with U Sports. Um, so similar to Joanne, I guess, but speaking to like the NAI side of things, I think they have also perhaps said that um, they're like expanding the 10 semester rule or like the past two semesters haven't counted towards the 10 semester rule. Um, so yeah. is that, have you heard that as well, Joanne? I think, I know last last year did not count at all. Right. I think we might still be waiting for this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, or like, yeah, like la- last fall didn't count and last spring, I think, didn't count either. Oh, yes. No, it didn't. Right. So, so yeah, so I'm, if there is no NAI season this spring, which we still don't know if there will be, um, then I would hopefully be back uh, in 2022. Um, I'm going to be really old. <laughs> um and yeah, I guess for me, like I, like I said, I'm a steeplechaser. I haven't really been able to do that healthy in a, quite a while. And so um, I'm really just excited to race some steeples again, um, see what I can do there. Um, maybe, I don't know, score it at, at NAIs for the team. Um, yeah. What about you, Joanne? Um, yeah, I would still have two more years of eligibility even if we don't get this year because I'm doing co-op so that added an extra year and then yeah I'm just really hoping to go compete at least one more time before I'm like too old and I graduate and I don't get this opportunity anymore yeah and that was our last question is there anything other um you want to talk about Mm. How is MIT uh, compared to UBC? <laughs> oh, 
Um, like in, in what regard, like athletically or academically? Mm, or both? Both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, like academically, it's definitely kind of an intense place. Mm. I feel like ever since I've, I've come here, I've been like surrounded by all these engineering students who are talking about how they're taking like <laughs> eight classes at that's an exaggeration, but like the number of classes they take every term, I'm like, this is insane. Like I could not (laughs) handle that. Um, I think, yeah, like academically, it's a super cool place. Like the people that I met there were just like extraordinary people. I feel like it's a very humbling place. Um, You sort of, you sort of realize like there are some really smart people out there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Athletically, like it's, uh, it's division three. Um, NCAA Division Three, um, but I I don't know like it's it's kind of similar to, um, to UBC like performance wise, um, but I think like the programs have slightly different priorities I'd say, um, like MIT is very much um, team success I guess, um, but then I feel like I feel like Laurier is really good about um, making sure people kind of get individual opportunities to perform. Uh, so yeah obviously UBC does very very well as a team as well but yeah very proud (laughs) (laughs) we're very welcome you to join a new team here at UBC yeah no it's like I said it's been fantastic (laughs) I've been so lucky yeah and I really hope that you guys can enjoy the rest of your student athlete career as well as the rest of 2021 Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you again for having us on. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. No worries. And that concludes the interview for today. Thank you again, Jen and Joan, for joining us today. And we're hoping to see you joining us again in the future and, and return to playing the meet very soon. We will now have a quick break for ads and PSAs before we get to the news roundup and the Thunderbirds alum of the week. Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. Do you like laughing, hilarity, radical thought-provoking creativity, and laughing? UBC Improv is UBC's home for improvisational comedy, theater made up on the spot. Like us on Facebook to learn when our next shows are. Search for us on YouTube for our film sketches. And follow us on Twitter because we want the followers. UBC Improv. Insert cheesy slogan here. Let's get it on Welcome back. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Now I'd like to take the time to introduce a new member 
of the Sports Collective. He is a Masters of Journalism student at UBC and also a member of the Thunderbirds football team. He's in Winnipeg right now, but will be coming to Vancouver in the spring. Joining me on Zoom is none other than Nelson Uzanwa. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Well, we hope to have you uh, on the show a lot going forward, but I thought it would be a good idea to give you a chance to introduce yourself fully uh, as your first appearance here. And I mentioned you're a football player. I'd love to hear what your background in the sport is. Like, when did you start playing and what got you into it? Yeah, so um, that's cool. Like, I've always been an athlete uh, ever since I was young. I first started off playing basketball uh, at a very young age, like seven years old. That's when I picked up sports. And um, and then, you know, I grew up in Nigeria. And in Nigeria, we play a lot of soccer. But uh, I was more inclined to playing basketball. So after that, after I graduated from high school in Nigeria, I moved to Canada and decided I wanted to be an athlete. And uh, my journey kind of like started off in the, uh, I decided to walk on in the University of Manitoba. Uh, that was my first like time as a, as a college student athlete. And uh, from there, I decided to transfer to University of Minnesota, Crookston, where I played Division II football. And, uh, and then now I became, uh, I transferred to, after I graduated from there with my criminal justice degree, um, I decided to transfer and uh, study my master's as journalism while playing sports. So it's like the best of both worlds right now. And uh, what made you decide to go to North America for university? You mentioned that you spent a lot of time in Lagos, but you've lived a lot of other places as well. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and then also why uh, North America? So uh, like when I was younger, my dad, his job um, always moved him around. And uh, we kind of had the luxury of getting like a scholarship at a young age where we can, we lived in France for three years. Uh, this was when I was seven years old and then we moved to South Korea. And so it was, a, it was, it was kind of interesting, like learning different cultures at that time. Um, and then uh, we also like visited a lot of places. So uh, America is a place that my dad always loved and, and a place that we have a lot of family outside as well. So I finally decided that I wanted to move. It wasn't really because of my family, but I wanted to move to the States because um, I just wanted to get that American experience to play sports and be a college student because, you know, being a Canadian college student is cool, but when you're talking about football, you really want that American experience as well, because that's really they really breed um, football over there. So that's where I wanted it. And you also mentioned you went to a couple of different schools for your undergrad degree. What was it that brought you to UBC specifically now uh, in pursuit of uh, the master's degree? Yeah, um, I started at University of Manitoba. Uh, it was great, but uh, UBC is like, it's a great place. Uh, first of all, I think it was the city that brought me because I, I visited the UBC um, uh, in 2019, I think. No, I think I visited in 2018, sorry. Um, and then I just fell in love with the place and the program was great because it was, a, it was the only program where like it was more community-based for journalism because that's what I wanted. Uh, and like other schools weren't really like, I just I just loved how they dished like they dished out um what they were about in the in the websites compared to other schools and just added that like I just always wanted to be in Vancouver because Vancouver was like a place that like it was just so beautiful to me so it was like the best of both worlds for me. And you've not been on the campus this school year, is that correct? Yeah, I haven't been on the campus at all. Um, still in Winnipeg because of the pandemic. I uh, had to work on my immigration papers, but I finally got that right. And so now I'm going to, so uh, coming this spring, I should be on the campus and finally like fully experience that 
um, college atmosphere, even though like we're still going to be isolated and stuff. (laughs) Sort of like the the semi-college atmosphere, hopefully. Yeah. How much have you been involved with the football team so far, given that you've been in Winnipeg? Uh, At first, you know, during the pandemic, you know, we, before the pandemic told us that we weren't be able to have a season that year, it kind of determined like uh, why a lot of athletes didn't uh, move to Vancouver. Um, but we did have a lot of meetings, a lot of uh, Zoom meetings uh, and watching videos on film. Uh, as of right now, we're not really doing that much except for people who are on campus or who are in Vancouver are training um, with social while social distancing, of course. And uh, people who are outside the uh, city are doing their own parts, but we're just waiting for the spring season, which they hope to have a spring camp this uh, coming May. So everybody's getting ready for that and um, also looking forward to having a, a season um, this 2021. So pretty much little involvement, but everything is going smoothly and adding up, building up as, as, as it goes. Yeah. And uh, how did you find out about CITR Sports? Uh, so basically one of the members of my cohort, Corey Branson, uh, he... Uh, I followed him on Twitter because they made us follow each other on Twitter and stuff. So, and then I saw that he was a member of CITR Sports, and I looked into more CITR Sports and what it was about. And it was like, oh, UBC Thunderbird, Thunderbird voice, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I would love to be a part of that. Um, just you know, because I've always like found, found broadcasting interesting. I I watch you know people like Stephen A. Smith and all the people who are in the media. And so I just wanted to be a part of that. You know, starting from the campus that I, I'm in, I thought that would be a great idea, you know, to be a part of those people. Do you have any specific goals, what you're looking to do now as part of the collective? Yeah, I just, I mean, I just uh, pretty much want to learn first. <laughs> I want to learn, I wouldn't say. And then I also would like to be like an insider type, you know, for just for the UBC football, um, just give anything I can give out, you know, to help the collective, you know to get information to get you know, what's happening with UBC football, you know, while broadcasting. And it's going to be hard, you know, balancing that as being an athlete myself. Uh, but I think it's possible, you know, to do that. Well, we're very happy to have you on board. And uh, thank you for coming on now to introduce yourself. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. <laughs> now, here's Byron Wang with the News Roundup, followed by Mike Liu with the Thunderbirds Alum of the Week. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the News Roundup of the Week, where we highlight the weekly stories of UBC Athletics. Starting off the News Roundup of this week in the sport of football, quarterback Michael O'Connor has signed with the Calgary Stampeders. Originally committed to Penn State University, O'Connor later transferred to UBC, where he finished his collegiate career and played a huge part in helping the T-Birds win the Vanier Cup back in 2015, himself being named the game's most valuable player. During his time at UBC from 2015 to 2018, the Thunderbirds qualified for the playoffs in every single one of the seasons where he was the team's starting quarterback, and O'Connor finished his collegiate career with 32 regular season games, 61 touchdowns, 22 interceptions, and 773 completed passes out of 1,197 attempts. Best of luck to O'Connor in Calgary. And moving on to the world of basketball, Former UBC athletes Grant Shepard and Connor Morgan were recently named to the men's national team roster for third window 
of the FIBA AmeriCup 2022 qualifiers, to which they'll be representing Canada against 15 other teams from the America zone. Currently in third place in Group C, Canada is scheduled to play the U.S. Virgin Islands on February 17th and February 20th, and Cuba on February 18th and February 21st in Puerto Rico. For those interested in tuning in, the matches will be streamed live on DAZN. Keeping it nice and short this week, that will round up this week's news roundup. Today on the Lum of the Week segment, we revisit someone who has not only had an illustrious career, but has gone on to influence sports in Canada as a whole. Trisha Smith was born in Vancouver in 1957 and went on to attend UBC for a Bachelor of Arts. She started rowing with UBC's then unofficial women's team in 1973 before rowing with them again from 1978 to 1981. Graduating with a degree in arts in 1981, then a degree in law in 1985, Trisha exemplified what a Thunderbird student athlete was. It was during this time that she was selected to four Olympic teams, rowing for Team Canada at the 1976, 1980, 1984, and 1988 Olympic Games. Trisha also became Canada's most internationally medaled athlete. In her 13 years as a member of Canada's rowing team, Trisha won a medal at seven World Championships, a 1986 Commonwealth Games gold medal, and a 1984 Olympic silver medal. However, Trisha's legacy far exceeds the scope of sports. A practicing lawyer in Vancouver, Trisha has also served as a member of UBC's Athletic Committee and as the president of the UBC Alumni Association. Trisha also received the honor of being appointed to the Women's Com- uh, Commission of the Fédération Internationale de Societies d'Arion, uh, or FISA, the International Rowing Federation based in Switzerland, the first Canadian to be selected for this position. In 2000- 2005, Trisha was elected to the Canadian Olympic Executive Committee and was appointed chef de mission of Canada's team for the 2007 Pan uh, Pan American Games. Then, in 2015, she was selected to be the president of the Canadian Olympic Committee. Trisha was elected as a member of the International Olympic Committee in uh, in 2016 and has since been appointed member of the IOC Medical and Scientific Commission, IOC Legal Affairs Commission, and IOC Women in Sports Commission. In, 19, uh, in 2018, uh, Trisha was elected to represent the Americas on the Association of National Olympic Committees, Executive Council. Trisha still retains ties with UBC as an inductee in both UBC and BC Sports Hall of Fame, and, uh, and winner of the UBC Alumni uh, Young Alumna Award. In May 2001, she was the recipient of an honorary doctorate of law uh, from UBC, and in December of 2010, she was honored with the Order of Canada. An excellent example for all UBC, UBC Thunderbirds, her legacy on campus and in Canadian sports will serve as an inspiration for student-athletes for years to come. That wraps up our Alum of the Week segment. Tune in next week to hear more incredible stories about our UBC T-Birds. And with that, thank you for tuning in to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Besides listening to this show, the best way to keep up to date with UBC Thunderbirds news is to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at CITR Sports. Thank you again to Jenna Melanson and Joanne Liu for coming on the show. For Thunderbird Eye, this has been Jake McGrail, Liz Wang, Mike Liu, Byron Wang, and Nelson Uzanwa. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great rest of your day.